Hello, everyone. Welcome back for another episode. Today, we have another guest. We have Taryn. She's been talked about many times in the podcast, actually, really? which she would know if she listened to the episode. <laughs> but no, in like pretty much all the updates and like even other ones where we're telling stories, whatever, since like August, pretty much, Taryn has been talked about. So we finally got her to come on the podcast. So thank you, Taryn, for coming. We appreciate you being on. Yeah, you're welcome. And so we both kind of know Taryn. Acacia is closer to Taryn because they're in the same section for marching band. Both play the alto. But I've seen Taryn around through marching band too. Acacia has introduced me and we've had some good times together. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting episode. We'll kind of just touch on marching band things, maybe some parties because they they like to party. Okay. Um, gotta, be, gotta be exclusive because <laughs> Avantika, okay, see, every Avantika. once in a while I'll go out, but I, I'm not very diligent like they are about it. See, I think your philosophy is, or not even philosophy, it's just like how we, you like say like, oh yeah, I definitely like want to go out party, whatever. But then the amount of times I've called you, invited you out and you've been like, <laughs> no, not tonight, homework, whatever, which like yeah. I am as diligent a student as Avantika, but I still make time for social life. <laughs> it's like, oh, we should invite Avantika. She'll, she'll have so much fun. And then the kid's just like, oh yeah, totally. I'll invite her. And then like she gets here and I'm like, oh, where's Avantika? She's like, oh, couldn't make it tonight. <laughs> I know I make so many excuses I think it's partly because I'm scared partly because I don't like driving all the way to campus I'm like I don't want to drive all the way there just for one party and then drive all the way back but I like the party life I love meeting new people I like music I like dancing I'm not a big drinker but it doesn't really bother me too much I just I find excuses and I feel like Acacia's given up on me because every time she'll invite me I'm like oh I'm going to bed or I'm watching Grey's Anatomy and I swear I'm not boring I like partying I just think about all the (laughs) she swears she swears also also my parents are also a factor because I make them an excuse tell them why I'm leaving the house why I'm going to be back late like it's just a whole another thing I need to worry about yeah a couple of like on Halloween we had to say that she was spending the night at my house which she would have anyway but like yeah, there's always like the extra step with her, but I'm like in the same boat as in that I have to drive back to campus. And so I always have to do that. But I, of the three of us, Taryn's definitely the most, I think. Yes. Well, how many times have you gone out this semester? 30? Probably. Oh, we'll track. oh yeah. Semester? We used yeah. to go out three times a week. Okay. Yeah. And we're in what week 16. So that's like 40, 50 times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Taryn is a party girl for sure. But we, it's easier for me because I'm on campus and I can back to everything. Exactly. Walk or get a ride, whatever. Yeah. We, I don't think we went out together until Halloween week. I like the right. Tuesday of Halloween week was the first mm-hmm. time we went out, I think. Yeah, because we had been talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm, because we had tried when I tried and brought Grayson and Caden, we were like, we saw each yes. other. And then it didn't work. That's because um, you tried to bring guys into a frat. I know. Party. Well, I know why it didn't work. So I'm just saying that was like, that was an attempt. And yeah. then since then we went out three times Halloween week. And then we had the Alto party mm-hmm. together. And then last night. So yeah. Yeah. It's been the a good time. are racking up. <laughs> <laughs> You know, just with my measly four trying to compete with Taryn's 50. (laughs) That was the first time you've gone out at all this semester? On Halloween? Yeah. Like when I started? Yeah. I I did. Oh, no, no. I went out with Kanan. 
when Kate and, and that, I went out and I got towed and I got my car towed. That was the first time. Have we told that okay. story on the podcast? I don't know. I think, I don't know, maybe I touched on it in like September or early October. It was like a couple weeks after Caden and I started dating one of my friends from um, a committee I'm on. Actually, she decided she was throwing a party and we met up to meet, get lunch because we had never met in person. We had only ever met on Zoom. And she's actually from San Diego, Tara. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she's from the San Diego area. I don't know which exactly little city because I'm sure she's yeah. not like, actually from San Diego like most people. Um and so, yeah, she was throwing part and she's like, oh yeah, you should totally come. You know what? It was themed. So it was, I think it was in October and it was like decades. So you picked a decade. Anyway, so oh, we yeah. went, it was a really good time. Um, I didn't park in a, so she told me I could park in the garage of her um, apartment building, but then, and would like, I would be fine parking there overnight, whatever, but there were no spaces when I got there. So I was like, okay, I'll just park in the CVS right there. And then I'll drive home. Cause we won't, the car won't be left there overnight. I think I'll be fine. When I could have parked in the garage and just walked a little bit, like I could have parked in like the rural garage, I think is probably the closest one or Vista maybe. Cause it's free parking on weekends. Cause it was a weekend. It was a game day, but after the game, usually then the garages are open. Like they leave them open after the game ends. Um, so I could have, but I was dumb anyway. And so I was not in a condition to drive home that night. And so I had to call Grayson to come get us. And so then we go back the next morning to get my car and my car is gone. My car is towed and we go to the tow lot and there's like the walk of shame, like 10 college kids that had gotten oh, towed the no. night before. Yes. And it took so long. Oh my God. Because they wanted to like, cause they weren't going to just open the gate and like, undo the shuffle of cars you know a million times because how they do it is they have it packed in the lot it's not like um what you call it it's not like uh, a parking lot really like part of it is but a lot of it's just like they're all shoved so you have to do tetris to get the cars out and so they wanted to wait till a bunch of people showed up so they probably did it like once an hour um so we had to wait there forever to get my car out and i was just getting like more and more upset the longer i had to wait there and it was 155 dollars so that was um wow. parking at ASU sucks it, so it, bad. That was such a rookie mistake though, honestly. Like I literally parked in front of a pole that said you will be towed at owner's expense <laughs> if you're not a CBS customer. So you know. That happens. <laughs> so that was the first time. I'll make a long story short, or short story long, rather. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first time I had gone out, but that was not with Taryn. So mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Can we talk about the alto party? I heard that was very lit. You guys had a good time there. People you see at school all the time, like in a party setting. Oh, yeah. I thought it was interesting to see because like for marching band, everyone has to be like, you know, somewhat professional. I know the altos usually aren't, but <laughs> <laughs> just to see everyone like in their party state when they're yeah. drinking is so different. Which party state, even non-drinking, because half the section didn't even That's drink. true. Yeah, I think we're going to try and do something at the end of the semester. It might be for the Vegas Bowl, since it's looking like we're going to the Vegas Bowl. We're talking about, like, doing oh, something yeah. there, which is a tradition. So. <laughs> I know. I've heard stories about the bowl games, mostly from the Barry Sax. Like, it seems like the saxophone section gets the most... I don't know hype, but maybe not. They so have like superior. That's why they do bears <laughs> all the time whenever they're at bowl games, and they like go out in costumes in the streets and like dare other people to wear embarrassing, stupid things. 
So we'll see what happens in that Vegas. Like Sitting in front of them at all the games is definitely very interesting. Oh, yeah. They're very <laughs> passionate. Those commentary. Very passionate. <laughs> yes. No, especially about football. They're passionate about football, oh, yeah. especially. Like Jake and Ben and Joel are just yelling about football the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. Among yeah. other okay. things. Yeah. The Alto party was was definitely fun. I don't think that's not as like the craziest I've seen Taryn go. Like she was definitely like very chill. I think she was matching <laughs> the vibe. Like she didn't want to be the worst one there. And yeah. she was definitely like probably fifth. I was like fourth most. And I think because I think most mo- most was Mikey. Mikey then, for sure. And then Logan. And then <sighs> Lindsay. And then me. And then you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because but we had like the drinking group and like getting high group. So there was like the getting high group was most people who weren't drinking also. And then there were the just the yeah. people who didn't do anything. But like a lot of them were just there was like the kitchen group, which was just like talking and like drinking and stuff. And the smoking group is outside. And then the people playing Smash on the yeah. TV. <laughs> I feel like the piccolo dynamic is very different from well the alto section in itself is different because it has the mix of guys and girls Mm -hmm. while the other sections are predominantly one gender over the other so since the piccolos are just all girls we tend to branch out in our own little cliques all the time like we don't really do section events it's more just like a couple people here a couple people there so up till now, we haven't done a whole section thing yet. And the season's almost over. I mean, so we thinking- definitely have that same thing, that same dynamic. Like, we have our groups, especially because in all drill, we're split into side one and side two. Yeah, so exactly. there's the side one altos. Side, and the side one is superior. No, it's not. <laughs> Actually, it so is. I would so much rather be on side one, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, the side two people, they're great, whatever, but I miss Taryn. I feel like, because, like, whenever <laughs> we learn drill, I feel like I don't see her those days, because she's literally across the field from me. Yeah. And yeah. everyone on side two is, like, very quiet. Yeah, like, you got a lot of quiet really people. Talk. Exactly. Like, I would rather be on side one with, like, and I'm I'm closer with everyone on side one, except Jenny. Like, Jenny's who pr- I pretty much just talk to the whole time on side two, but side one I think would be having less I did try and switch with Emma and she was like hell no I love side one (laughs) but it was nice for the more recent drill because we were all together Mm -hmm. that was a lot of fun queen of soul were together the whole time yes really nice we kind of have the same thing side one and side two and the way we did it is we didn't want to do it this way but one of the rank leaders decided to take things in her own hand so she put all of her friends on one side and then the rest of us on the other so it was like all the seniors and like uh, upper what's it called upper year students junior seniors um and then the rest of us on the other side so that's how kind of the group started it's all the older people and younger people and they just kind of stepped throughout ours was random the only time I think anything like that has happened was for the basketball band assignments I'm pretty sure Caitlin put us in the groups that she like obviously she wanted the three of us to be together Taryn her and I and then um other people that I think maybe had like made requests she did that but then volleyball game was volleyball band was HUD so it was it was more randomized but yeah generally I don't know we definitely are more cohesive as a section also I think the vibe is just completely different because piccolos you guys like are a different breed honestly (laughs) half of them me included are goody two-shoes so we're always like trying to do what we're supposed to be doing so it doesn't give much room for other stuff which you know also kind of makes sense if you think about it because piccolos are always front and center so you're right in front of the band director so it's not only like the sucking up mentality but also like you have to be on your best behavior because you're right there whereas the altos are like 
on the 10 behind the front hash it's like he doesn't even see us no one's looking at you yeah oh my gosh the oh my I literally during breathing I literally only breathe for like probably part yeah, of it. you're talking talk. the rest of the time oh my god yes and apparently I mean okay I'm not going to say apparently because I guess I know I talk loud but I'm sure you both can attest to the fact that I yes. talk loud. and so Colton will be like Acacia not <laughs> everyone in the block is breathing and you're the only one talking obviously people can hear you like why are you talking <laughs> who are you even talking to who Colton who Karen Caitlin Logan who's ever I'm next David. to honestly yeah. the only time I won't be talking to people next to me is if it's like Julia or <laughs> Mikey actually no I literally probably only like Julia and Anthony or and Emma anyone else any other 12 people I would talk to them you always have a lot on your mind always lots to talk about and she always has to talk during breathe up oh yeah it's because then we're like split off because we don't do sectionals like unless it's monday and even then we haven't been doing sec and well no during sectionals then it's like easier to talk but i don't know breathing is when i get my chance Yes. i do try and whisper by the way (laughs) really i can't tell (laughs) just a quiet whisper A loud whisper is what you mean. Yeah. Taryn, you want to talk about the, that with the party? How loud? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So we were at the Alto party and we had gone outside with everyone who was smoking just to go and talk with them. And a neighbor, what time was it? Probably like one. Yeah, that's okay. So it was like one. And Caitlin's neighbor comes out. He goes, it's one in the morning, go to bed or something like that. Basically, he yelled at us. He got mad at us. And then Caitlin's like, Acacia and Taryn, you're going inside. You're too loud. And then we go inside and she's still telling us to be quiet because we're so loud. Of course. Yep. And then I go to bed and everyone's like quieted down, whatever, um, and is like starting to leave. And I'm, but Caitlin's room, it's like a kind of shutter doors. Like it's not a real door. So I can easily hear through it. And I just hear Colton be like, and Caitlin was like, oh, the neighbor's complaining again. And Colton was like, no wonder Acacia's screaming. (laughs) I was just in there trying to go to bed and hear Colton talking trash about me. That's (laughs) awesome. Valid trash, though. You are very yes. loud. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Aaron, did you party in high school or did this just start um, in college because you couldn't really? Because I know you kind of have helicopter parents. I do. Just a little bit. So it wasn't, I didn't party in high school, but I would go over to my friend's house and we would have our little get together. But that wasn't until like the end of senior year. Okay. So, so you were like a goody two shoes like throughout high school pretty, pretty much. much yeah same I like went to two parties all throughout high school that's it were they band parties or like no I went to a prom after party junior year um and then a par- and this was hosted by the same girl it was just this one girl I knew that like would oh. go to parties and then like an end of the school year party junior year so just two nice I'm sure that yeah, would have never... been some senior year before it got canceled yeah I never really knew people to get invited like I I didn't have those connections and our school was so big too that the popular group I there I had no chance of talking to any of those people they yeah. weren't in my classes I didn't see them See, I knew everyone because my class was only like 300 people. Like I knew all the people that threw parties. They just weren't going to invite me because they figured I was a stick in the mud because of like (laughs) 
academics and everything, which is like why Caleb to this day is still like, I can't picture Acacia at a party. Like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Yeah. yeah, for me, it was also because my junior year was the COVID year. And that's like when people start going to parties yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of hard for that to happen. But also my school has 4,000 people and my class is a thousand people. And I definitely did not know everyone. So same thing with me, same number. Yeah. And I was friends with like all the band kids and like all the people who, who did that. And obviously they're not going out to party. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why you know. took advantage of college. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Have, have I told you that Taryn wants to be a pediatrician, right? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. So you want to do med school and everything? Yeah, I was what a biochem you- major and then I switched because I realized chemistry is really difficult and I don't want to do that for four years. Um, biological sciences, the pre-med oh, track. Yeah, no way. Okay, yeah. I didn't know you were pre-med. I'm pre-med too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What do yeah, you want to do? I want to be an OBGYN or maybe a pediatrician, but leaning more towards being an OBGYN. I right thought now. about doing that. That was definitely because like in anatomy, that was when I was like first exposed to medicine. We did like a speed dating thing and you picked a profession and then you had to like go and tell someone about it. And that was the one that I picked. I picked OBGYN to like research and talk about. And I'm like, this is great, but it's also kind of horrifying at the same time. A little bit. And that's kind of why I want to go into it because I feel like there's such a stigma and people are scared about it and people don't talk about the whole field. So I just want to be more open and like be a kind person in the field where people feel like they can talk to me about stuff. That's awesome. We definitely need more women OBGYNs. Exactly. That's true. There's a shocking amount of men and it's honestly just like because they do it easier sort of thing. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I was any kind of doctor, I'd be an OBGYN. But I think something I like legitimately might do is like when I phase out of my career, like heading towards retirement, but not like actually retiring, I might like do the training courses to like be a midwife. So just like a less medical thing. And you just kind of like an assistant and it's more just to be there for the women kind of thing as a support system. That's something I might. That's really cool. Yeah. That's one thing that really scares me about the NCAT because I know how much people struggled for SAT and ACT and everything. And I'm not ready to study for another standardized test. No, I'm so over testing. Like the second month I was here, I got an email to my school account and it's like, how to start preparing for the MCAT. I'm like, are you kidding? I'm like, no, I'm not starting Uh -uh. this (laughs) <laughs> I haven't even I don't even know when I think end of junior year beginning I, of senior I think year it is junior year yeah yeah so I guess I'm getting close to there but oh my god I don't want to study no, I'm still two years away don't talk yeah, to me right now fine. about that sorry <laughs> kind of crazy you guys are gonna like have to go through all the application stuff again yeah like, you literally have to take the standardized test again do the application with the essay apply to everything. another school Yep. To yeah. interviews. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm not looking forward to that. Yeah. That's yeah. like the perk of the four plus one. Like you don't have to do that. Like yeah. depending on the program, you only have to like write one essay and like mine, I don't even have to anymore. It's literally like if I did well in undergrad, because I'm staying within my college, if I did well in undergrad, my advisor just have to, has to sign off on it. And I'm in. Oh, that's cool. 
That's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that, you have a job, like you're done. Yeah. Start making money. Uh, the whole med school process is very long and it never ends. It's very competitive too. Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, if any of you, if anyone can do it, you guys can though. I have full faith. You guys will make <laughs> it through everything and get a good job. So. Thank you. Appreciate it. We'll see 10 years down the line. What ends I up know, happening. right? <laughs> I know. I think about that. Like when, I, when am I going to start my actual life? Like when does that exactly. start? And that starts when school ends pretty much and I get a job and yeah. that's for another eight years and then I'm not even guaranteed a job I still have to do mm-hmm. residency that's like it's not considered school but I still am not making money it's like oh my exactly. gosh my exactly. cousin's doing that right now she just graduated from med school at UNC this spring and is now she moved to go work at a VA work do her residency yeah. at a VA and then um, she's going to eventually get a job, I think, with them because they like do residency to hire things. So she'll That's get cool. a job with them afterwards. But yeah, no, she's now 26. So like you don't even get to start your yeah, actual yeah. job till your late 20s. And if you want to specialize too, that's another two to four years of fellowship Uh after residency. So it literally never ends. Both my cousins are doing that right now. They're both residents, their last year of residency, and then they're going to specialize. But I was talking to them and they're like, you really need to consider if you want to do it. Med school is not an easy process. It's challenging. Mm -hmm. It's going to test you. If you're not in it for the right reasons, you shouldn't be doing it at all. So just trying to scare me out of it. I know. And that scares me too, because it is a lot of work. And then like, if you get to the end of it and you realize like, oh, this isn't what I want to do. It's like, what do I do? Go to school for another four years? No. (laughs) It's honestly good though that it like weeds people out though, like the people who are just in it for the money or whatever. Because I mean, I mean, if though also if you think about it, like if you get to a certain point in the process, it's going to be a lot less appealing to like back out and start over because you're like I already dedicated Mm -hmm. however many years to it, whatever. So I mean, that might keep people in, but I feel like on the whole, it'll get people out that are there for the wrong reasons, which is good because obviously people that are doctors like we're in trusting our health to them like they should they need to have somewhat of an interest in what they're doing exactly (laughs) yeah she was also saying how my cousin was saying that she feels like she lost all of her 20s because now she's 28 like about to be close to 30 and she's still in school and everything and she says it's hard when she comes compares where she's at in life to where her friends are at because her friends are married having their first kid like have their own place well, she's like, she just got married. They had to push out their wedding three times because of COVID, which sucked. But like, they haven't even thought about kids. They're not financially stable. They're working 60 hour weeks. It's just oh, a whole women. Yeah, I think for women, especially, it's just really hard, which is, I think, why it's a male dominated industry, because you are sacrificing your 20s, you're sacrificing your mm-hmm. 20s, it means you automatically have to have kids later. If you decide to have kids, like as soon as you start your career, then you have to pause your career, you might not be able to come back for a while. Like it's really kind of it works against you. And especially mm-hmm. like, with not only the societal pressure to have kids young but also just the biological pressure because obviously yeah. it's harder like a good thing is I think because like freezing your eggs and everything is becoming more affordable that is going to help so many women honestly mm-hmm. and hopefully the stigma goes away at that point too because more people are doing it becomes more common 
Yeah, it's a struggle. <laughs> Karen, what I, were you I was I was gonna say I think about like starting my family and like my life and how that it has to wait for so long because like mm-hmm. it's gonna take a while because I obviously you're focused on school and getting your academics. You're not gonna be putting aside that time with all the hard work that you've been doing for to find someone. And then it's like yeah okay, well, you hope that you find someone, at least I do, in the same profession, because then they understand, like, the hard weeks and the hours that go into it, and then, but then both of you are working for that long amount of time, then what, if you have a kid. When new kids come into the picture. Exactly, I don't want my kid to be raised by a nanny, I want to raise my kid, and I'm not gonna have time for that if I'm working 60 plus hours a week, like you said. Right, yeah, yeah. For me on the similar thing, it's not so much like obviously that I have to be in school for so long, but there's so much I want to do that I'm like, when am I going to have time? Like the couple years to like, you know, you need the first three, four, five years, depending when you want to start preschool, you need that time before you can like to help, you know, to raise your kid, whatever. That's the break you have to take from your career. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, there's just so much I want to do. I don't, I don't know when I'm going to fit it yeah. in. And my mom's a stay-at-home mom too. So she was always around when I was growing up. And I really see the value of that. And I want to be that same thing for my kid. But how how am I going to afford not going and being a doctor to stay at home with my kid as a resident or as there's just so many factors at play? But I really see the value of like staying at home with your kid, especially in those years before preschool, before they're in yes. school. It's when they're developing because they need to mm-hmm. learn from you. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've mentioned this before, I think, but Taryn and I are doing a salsa class, like a ballroom salsa. Yes. So any kind of partner dance next semester. And I am so looking forward to it. So excited, actually. Yes. That's going to be really so fun. Is it two times a week or one time a week? It's two. I think it's Tuesday, Thursday night. Tuesday, Thursday, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's good. Very much looking Maybe you'll meet a cute salsa boy in there. I need That'd a cute, cute, tall salsa boy. There you go. Standard. Her, she it. put it on her Tinder profile. She's looking for a dance partner. As much anymore. That was like a that was a, definitely a phase. Oh really? You think mm-hmm. it was a really. phase? For Avantika, it's a phase that never ends. Really? Did I tell you I deleted it? Oh my well, god, this is big it news. Didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't tell you didn't tell me, but I yeah, get like again. literally three days ago it is not on my phone anymore I wasn't on it so I wasn't matching with anyone so I was like this is stupid and useless yeah. and I got angry and deleted it okay and it's funny because you're asking time this is the fifth time she has had these feelings and deleted it so I think we will circle back around unfortunately it's not a <laughs> it comes and goes. I think <laughs> it's not coming back till after Costa Rica now though because like I'm not about to get it before I'm leaving for a semester and we'll see what happens in Costa Rica but it's funny because when you delete Tinder, ask you for what reason. And so the first time I deleted it, it was because I met someone else. So that one was very cute. It was like, oh, a heart emoji because you met someone else. Mm. And then the other time it was like, oh, I'm trying something new or something's broken or I'm trying a different app. 
or like someone's harassing me. Like there are all these different options of why people delete it. So this time I chose, I need a break. And it was a little like coffee emoji. (laughs) (laughs) That is cute. Honestly, I wonder if you're going to, you could get Tinder in Costa Rica, honestly. Like, I mean, it's worldwide. So you could just, I think that actually might be to your benefit almost too, because like Hispanic is not your type. So unless like you're running into guys that like look more like your type, it's going to mm-hmm. probably be like another like foreign student at the university. True. That would also be cool though. Like we both come from the United States, speak Spanish, do our abroad, come back to the United States together. That would be really cute. That's a good story for your kids. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, back to different universities though. Long distance works. We can make it work. Does not. (laughs) Not really. Telling you from experience here does not. If we are really in love, we will make it. He's the one. Finds a way. Before this, actually, and then we just completely skipped over before we started recording, we were talking about so actually all three of us were out last night at the same party. We we're talking about this before. And then I was like, dang, we should it was one of those things where I was like, dang, we should have been recording that. But Taryn and I went out last night um, just to a apartment party at one of the apartment complexes near um, campus. And Avantika was out. She was with her friend and they were supposed to go to kickback, but then it was lame. And so she was like, hey, are you out anywhere? And I was like, coincidentally, yes, I am. And so she and her friend. I knew I could count on her. It's a Saturday (laughs) night. What else would they should be doing? Right. (laughs) Yep. And so she came. She didn't say she and her friend didn't stay very long, but you guys came, had a quick little good time. Taryn and I were, we were probably there for four hours total. No. Three hours and then the one hour outside. Yes. (laughs) That sounds sounds about right. Yeah, it was a good time. My first, yeah, I want to say like my first college party, I actually spent a decent amount of time at because me and Acacia tried going Halloween night. That really didn't end up in anything. It was good, chill. I forget that you guys like didn't have a social life last year because of COVID. So this is like, We're both starting our party life at the same time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. They did have parties last year, but like we weren't living on campus and like we were COVID conscious. So like we weren't going to go anyway. Super spreaders. Exactly. That's like what was happening last year. Because there were actually parties. Like I saw them. I knew about them. I just wasn't inclined. Also because none of my friends are party friends. Like Karen, you are my party friend. Oh, so (laughs) honored. (laughs) That's such a nice title to have. It is. (laughs) Yeah. Taryn's first person I text if I want to go out, if she doesn't tell me already that like, hey, there's something going on. That is true. Anyway, I think we've done a nice long episode. It's been pretty good. So Taryn, Mm -hmm. you would know this if you listen to the episodes, but how we always (laughs) wrap it up is we do song of the week. So I don't know if you want a minute to think about it, but what song has been on repeat for you this week, or I guess last week since it's Sunday? Um, like, do you need a second to think about it? I, I need, need a second about it. to pull it up. I know which song. I can go while you're pulling it up. So okay. I just went to an Indian wedding. So that was a lot of fun, lots of music. And then we had like another party. The timing was like kind of nice because I had a whole big wedding and then I came back and it was one of my family friends 50th birthday so we did like a big 
party for that and we had songs playing so for this week it's going to be a Bollywood song for me I could choose literally whichever one <laughs> but I think I'll choose Sheila Ki Giovanni just because it's like hype fun it's like a kind of a sexier song like a little bit Ooh. like you can dance <laughs> to it as you can get for Bollywood <laughs> yeah which you can you can surprisingly get pretty sexy there are some scenes in Bollywood movies where it gets steamy. <laughs> I thought that the most anyways, it usually gets to is like kissing. Yeah, probably. I feel like now the more recent movies probably go a little further, but I wouldn't really know. Okay. What does the t- title translate to? Oh, so it's like a backstory. In the movie, Sheila is the main character. I don't know exactly what Ki Giovanni means, but Sheila is like wishes something like that her desires something along those lines oh. don't take the word for it yeah okay. yeah yeah Taryn do you have yours okay yeah so I I'm on TikTok a lot uh mm. so I get hooked into those songs so my song is Chandelier by Will Pakim. I don't know how to say his last name um it's it's not a trend but it has been on my for you page a lot and I listen to it. Uh, it's on my vibe playlist. And it has most definitely been on repeat this past week. Oh, nice. Good to know. I'll check it out. Yeah. Avantika, tell me, have I said Le Seca yet? Doesn't sound familiar. Okay. That that, that's by Enwell. It's like, let me, let me, I think maybe it's Manuel Turiso. It's a Spanish song. Obviously, they're always Spanish songs. Um <laughs> Um, but that one I really love. It's very, I don't know why. It's just like, I really like the vibe and I'm just like, whenever it comes on, I'm like, oh yeah, I definitely want to listen to it. Oh, it's Jay Cortez and Anuel. So yeah, I love Jay Cortez. Honestly, I've been kind of on a kick with his music lately. Also Manuel Turiso. I did his, um, this is playlist and have been listening to that a lot too. So he's a good one. If you guys aren't already listening to him listeners and those present in the in the recording um but yeah that's okay also I just looked up what Giovanni means because I thought I was wrong and I was most definitely wrong it means (laughs) youth not wishes so she loves youth (laughs) is it Hindi or what is it what language it's Hindi yeah okay your Hindi's a little rusty so that explains it definitely (laughs) yes and like I try to take meaning out of context clues but there wasn't even really context for that so cut me some slack please Sheila's <laughs> youth is what it translates to yeah like yeah a rough translation okay interesting okay. anyway thank you Taryn for being on the podcast we hope you yeah. enjoyed it we hope you enjoy listening back to it um yeah this is a fun one I feel like we had a lot to talk about definitely we definitely did yeah mm-hmm. Okay, well, we will sign off and talk to you guys next time. Thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friendship in a Time of Coronavirus. Like, subscribe, and leave us a review telling us what you think.